is Small Town News. I'm Keith. I'm Neil. I'm George. I'm Craig. And what we do each session is read Small Town Newspaper articles from Small Town Newspapers somewhere across the United States. We are reading these articles for the first time. They are provided to us by the wonderfully talented but the woefully underpaid Dr. Saxon. Oh, yeah. From those articles, we might take a character, a situation, maybe just a singular word, and we're going to improvise stories around it. We're just trying to make big stories out of Small Town News. What's the picture, Craig? The picture is a classic, uh, maybe 1950s ad of a, a man in a fedora. And he's, I think, offering up a business card to a... I think it's a movie poster. Is yeah, it a movie that's poster? what it looks like. It okay. says Tiffany Productions pre Okay, my bad. Yep. That's- and the title is The Tired Businessman. Why does this look like it might be a salacious film? Well, well, look- what part is salacious? Well, it's- well look, look behind the book. So there's the book obscuring two other people and the ladies wearing nothing but stockings. What? No, no, she's high wearing heels. clothes. Oh, we don't know They're that. dancing. Why is he tired? <laughs> oh, you're looking underneath. Yeah, underneath the book. Like I don't know what that's I just about. realized that, it was a did, book. You, yeah. yeah. Uh, but why is he tired? That's really the question. Oh. oh yeah, that's, that's what's salacious. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, how they got, that's how they got it past the censors. And then he says, is this your glove? Yeah, he's tired because he's been running around hooking up with all the ladies. Yeah. Wahoo! We're in Wahoo, Nebraska! Wahoo, population 4,500, is located in eastern Nebraska, the seat of Saunders County. The town is 30 miles north of Lincoln, Nebraska. Des Moines, Iowa is 175 miles west of town and whispers Beatrice, Nebraska. Beatrice. It's just an hour's drive to the south. The town's name has two origin stories. The first is that it's an anglicization of a Dakota word that means arrow wood. The second is that the town was named after the eastern wahoo, a type of shrub found in the area. The wahoo shrub produces a fruit that is poisonous to humans and looks like a red heart. I mean, that, 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 that's wasted naming a plant wahoo, right? Well, yeah. That's, there's a fish called wahoo that's a lot more fun. There's a fish called wahoo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just swims through the ocean going, wahoo! <laughs> that makes more sense than a plant. <laughs> it does, especially a poisonous one. Did you not know there was a fish called a wahoo? No. Yeah. It's a uh, what? Highly fished. It's in a lot of tournaments. Yeah. Highly fished. Yeah. yeah. For for sport fishing. Yeah. Desirable I, fish. Never once have I come across. Well, I, I don't. I haven't stuck around and watched a fishing tournament for much long anyway. But I'd be more likely to if I was flipping through channels and I just heard you know Dave caught a wahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of that wahoo. Poisonous plant. Have you ever seen that big a wahoo? (laughs) What kind of bait did you use to get that wahoo? (laughs) Starting in 1996. Sorry, I'm just having fun over here. No, it's okay. I used a gumdrop. That's what I used. Starting in 1996, Wahoo was the home box office for David Letterman's top 10 list. The town had lobbied Dave for months to move his home box office from Grand Rapids, Michigan to Wahoo. And then their bribes began. Wahoo officials had the Nebraska State Legislature proclaim Dave an admirable in the great Navy of the state of Nebraska. Locals flooded his offices with, quote, flowers, clothing, animals, alcoholic beverages, and shredded money, close quote, as well as vouchers for, quote, free checkups at the Wahoo Medical Center. After Dave joked on his show that Wahoo needed to give him more stuff, town officials sent him, all in quotes, a 1976 Ford Pinto with a sofa attached to the hood, a wall clock made of cow droppings, and two of the town's teenagers, brothers Jeff and Josh Price. That's <laughs> That took a turn. It really did. 
The town's Wikipedia. We page. offer unto you, David Letterman. <laughs> two of our teenagers. Two of our most noble teenagers. Do with them as you will. The town's Wikipedia. Oh, here's a clock made of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one's holding the clock made of shit. The other one's driving a 1976 Ford Pinto. From with the a couch sofa. on the hood, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the town's Wikipedia page does not note what Dave did with any of these gifts. Wahoo remained the list for home legal box reasons. office for the rest of Dave's tenure at the Late Show. What does a home home box office mean? Is that where you sent your letters in? Maybe, but that doesn't. Well, that's make sense HBO stands he, for but he, Home Box Office. Maybe it was just a joke gag that he would say listing from the Home Box Office of, and he would just, and they would just pick a funny name of something that, that it possibly could have just been a gag. But that's what, say, are we overthinking a bullshit gag from a show but, that's but, not but, on the air anymore? But or that's a guy what who's HBO is or Home Box Office, the the channel, right? So what does it mean? I always assumed that had to do with like a movie box office. That's how they they measure the oh, success right. of a movie is the money it takes in as the box office numbers. Okay, I assume. I would agree. But that no one's ever sense. given yeah. me a, a teenage boy to figure these things out, so I never put in the work. <laughs> Why don't you sit on the sofa on the hood of your 1976 Ford Pinto and think about you it? You call this quality work? <laughs> I wouldn't give you a middle schooler for this. <laughs> Sorry, should I take this week off too? Should I no, take this no, week off too? No, no, you're good. Should I? I'll sit. I'll, I'll sit this out. <laughs> Where are we today, Keith? Uh, we're at the middle school. Check out the wares. <laughs> Keith's thinking to move his home box office to yeah, your town. Yeah. What do you have to offer him? I don't think anybody's going to take me at this point. My favorite attraction at the playground is Keith's home box office. <laughs> Let's check the scoreboard. <laughs> I feature Keith running for political office. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly a century before Wahoo started bribing Dave, Jack Natterford was born in Wahoo. He eventually left Nebraska to start a career as a screenwriter in Los Angeles. Between 1921 and 1967, he wrote scripts for more than 140 films. Wow. An average of three per year. Of those, I only recognized The Last of the Mohicans from 1932, but I am a film philistine, so y'all might be more familiar with his works, some of which include early roles for John Wayne. Jack certainly did know how to write eye-catching titles for his films. My two favorites are The Tired Businessman <laughs> and Beautiful But Dumb. Oh my God, that's great. <laughs> the synopsis, synopsis of The Tired Businessman, a silent film, Honestly, sounds like the setup to one of your podcast improvs. The owners of a paving company are financially struggling and are set out to win a new contract from Alderman McGinnis with the assistance of their stenographer, Rita. <laughs> Based on the summary of Beautiful But Dumb, Jack seems to have had a thing for stenographers. That silent film's entire synopsis is, quote, a stenographer has a makeover and schemes to snare her boss. <laughs> So, I mean, she's got it all on record, so. <laughs> Stenography, most commonly associated with court reporters today, comes from the Greek words meaning narrow and to write. The term covers all processes of writing and shorthand. Shorthand is the product and stenography is the process. There are dozens of forms of shorthand and stenography can be subdivided into two categories, breakgraphy and tachygraphy. What? <laughs> Brachygraphy from the Greek words for short and to write. 
focuses on the compression of shorthand characters into very small spaces. Its goal is to condense a lot of writing into very little space. Tachygraphy, which is delicious, (laughs) is Greek for swift and to write, focuses on speed. Its goal is to write as much as possible in the shortest amount of time. Shorthand dates back to ancient Greece, but in the 1920s, when Jack was writing his films, shorthand machines were debuting in offices and courts. I've always wanted to look up close at one of those stenographer machines oh, they're in weird. the courtroom. They're weird. Because are they? They're not letters, right? No. Well, and, and people are getting away from that now. I took a bunch of depositions last week, and she just had a laptop that she was typing on, and she was also recording on her phone and her iPad and a cassette recorder type thing, uh, digital. I said, "Are you? does your keyboard have the weird symbol? She's like, no. But there, they, there are. Did she make that face? Yes, and Good. she's. I mean, she's how old did the symbols work? Like, how many keys are in a? It, were on a? If you look at an old school, yeah, like your parents, stenographers, or maybe the tired businessman, <laughs> it would be like this. Visually, I'm I'm showing the size of a box um, that you might put a a bread in, a bread box, if you will, and uh, <laughs> and they're like maybe no more than twenty keys on it, and they do this weird like hit two or three at a time in cadence while you're talking. And it's a little distracting at first. And then they also have the people. Wait, wait, how sh- many? There's 24 letters? Many they're letters? not letters. That's they're the not thing. Letters. No, 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 I'm six. talking about they're actual phonetics. alphabet. I think they're phonetics. 26. 26. You know, 26. 26. So yeah. there's 26 letters. And for efficiency's states. sake, they got rid of six of those. <laughs> they're Nine not hours using in a day. letters. They, it's they? like phonetics. Yeah, it's like if you say they're not using letters, she might hit the thing three times, and you'd be like, "Well, I said more words than that. I said more letters than that," and she's just looking at you. <laughs> okay, you, you seem to have an odd relationship with stenographers. <laughs> it's distracting. You're trying to have a conversation with somebody, and there's they're either doing that, or they're they have this mask over their face, and they're repeating everything that's said really quietly. What with this like rubber thing? Okay, around their now mouth. like Top Gun. Yes, like like oxygen, but but they're really going. So they're really quiet, like Iceman. Yeah, they're like Iceman, but there's a mysterious backstory to them. So then I'd say, <laughs> wait, so why not just? Don't most courtrooms have like the microphones in front of people? Yes, but just record it. But the stenographer's job is yes, it's being recorded by robots, but this is the human element, and she's going. <laughs> it's to introduce error a into a process. Yes, exactly. It's and I think it. I think the tie goes to the person making the jerky mo- movement. What What like, does What does the the phonetic symbol for a sound like when someone says a? I think when somebody says a, she has to hit like four buttons. It's the opposite. That's of what not you progress. Think. <laughs> yeah, that's not progress. Well, and it's it's weird because like it, I award this system no teenagers. None whatsoever. <laughs> no teenagers for stenographers. Not, not even a shitty ass toddler. No, you get good day, sir. Home stenography office gets zero. No, zero teenagers on the grading scale. I just want to know how we got stuck here. I'll tell you. Hold what, on, hold on, no, Madam Court Reporter. If you could read back the last <laughs> three minutes of conversation, we have a robot recording yes, this. Yes, exactly. We do. No, I'll, only I'll one. tell you why, because I've always been curious as to what that is. Because I know it's not normal letters that are being. So used. you have the keys to the universe, in, yeah. literally in your right hand. Yes. You've never just looked up a picture of a stenographer. No time machine. for this. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> like not even now. You're not no. curious enough. It's kind of fun to wonder. We want to talk about it for five minutes, but yeah. you won't take 15 seconds to look at it. I imagine it looks like hieroglyphics. And when you push them together, you think of it like a piano chord, right? 
So that's why she's making that face that you were making, George, which is a very aggressive. It was like Mozart composing a symphony. Yeah, but exactly. Jerky, jerky motion. Here's what I believe. I believe that's all bullshit, and she's recording it. But she can't just say, I'm recording it. She has to look like it's complicated. I went to school for is this. this like when you, is this like when you see those videos of the people doing sign language interpretation, but they don't know sign language? Right. Yeah. They just want to gotcha. look dramatic about it. And so you got we have to pay her to be there. We have to pay her an hourly rate, not just to be there, but to transcribe this herky-jerky mess into a transcript. <laughs> you know what? I respect that. I award yeah. her one 15-year-old <laughs> who got a C-minus in biology. Okay, good. <laughs> in 1965, as Jack's screenwriting days were waning, John F. Kennedy College was founded in Wahoo. It was one of six Parsons Plan colleges founded in the 1960s by, quote, a group of small-town businessmen, unquote. The Parsons Plan was an academic model pioneered by Iowa's Parsons College in the late 1950s. A hallmark of the plan was the recruitment of, quote, unconventional students who had not been successful at other colleges. Was this the start of giving away teenagers? Beautiful but dumb. Beautiful but dumb teenagers. <laughs> Don't make them teenagers, Keith. <laughs> I'm not the villain here, all right? Wahoo sent here. two of their teenagers to New York to appease David Letterman. All right. To bribe him. No, to appeal to David Letterman. Uh, you are uh, worthy of my sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> that was my David Letterman impression. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Uh, several of these Parsons Plan colleges, including Wahoo's JFK College, were safe havens for young men seeking to avoid the draft in the 1960s and 70s. JFK College was also a leader in women's athletics. Their softball team won the first three women's college World Series championships in 1969, 1970, and 1971. In 1972, the college was barred from softball tournament competitions Due to a new rule from the Women's College World Series, that new rule prevented any institution that granted scholarships to female athletes from playing. And JFK College wow. openly awarded women's basketball scholarships. That's stupid. That's crazy. They wanted to be all, I wouldn't say amateur, but they're already amateur. I think it was probably just making sure we didn't entice women to do things that weren't considered womanly. womanly. Like going to college. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Or playing sports. Yeah. In 1973, JFK College's women's basketball team represented the nation on a tour of games in the People's Republic of China and were the subject of a Sports Illustrated article on the role of sports in thawing U.S.-China relationships. That team also advanced to the finals of the National Women's Invitational Tournament in 1972, 73, and 74. JFK College closed in 1975 due to a drop in post-Vietnam War enrollment. In 2004, a local physician bought the former library and converted it into an office. And since then, several other campus buildings have been renovated for other uses. So people stopped going to that college after the war ended? Yeah. Their entire enrollment campaign was, was based, based on draft dodging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come get a degree in avoiding Vietnam. <laughs> Non-Vietnam studies. That's yes. what all their degrees Pretty, were yeah, in. Absolutely. They tried it for a few years after that. You never know. They might get started again. <laughs> it didn't really Specifically Vietnam, yeah. yes. 
<laughs> Enjoy your time in Wahoo. Spend some time recording different inflections for the town's motto. Welcome you. Welcome, Welcome you. Welcome you. <laughs> Welcome <Hey>. you. <laughs> Is it cheerful? Welcome you. Passive aggressive. Welcome you. Angry. <laughs> Welcome you. Intimidating. Welcome you. Why stop with just one? <laughs> Good or bad? Bad. Fungus can be both. Ooh. It twist. can. Yeah, that's what Elizabeth Killinger says. Depends on where you find it. Well, fungus can be a good and a bad thing. Mushrooms on pizza are an example of a good fungus. Fungus in lawns, on the other hand, are nearer the other end of the spectrum. If your turf is looking a little thin and brown in spots, you are not alone. Fungus and hot temperatures will wreak havoc on lawns this year, but there is still time to make your lawn look full and lush for this fall. With all of the wet weather, mushrooms are popping up in lawns all over. Do not get overly concerned about these mushrooms. These fun guys. <laughs> what, did that, what did she just say? <laughs> now, let's see. These fungi are taking advantage of organic matter in the soil and the wet weather. Once we dry out, they'll begin to disappear. In the meantime. Wait, so so what do we need to do? Oh, What's the, the call to action? In the meantime, you can remove them from your yard by pulling or knocking them over. Wait, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Take notes. So you see a mushroom, you can either pull it or knock it over. They are not edible, so don't consider using them in your next meal. Anything's edible. (laughs) True. No fungicide applications are recommended for controlling these occasional mushrooms in the turf. Dollar spot is a fungal disease that is common in lawns. (laughs) Makes a dollar sign on your body. (laughs) How do we know we have? Oh. See that spot that looks like a dollar? dollar? (laughs) Yeah. Called dollar spot. (laughs) This fungus doesn't discriminate in the type of turf that it infects. But it is most common in Kentucky bluegrass. The symptoms will be four to six inch straw-colored patches in the lawn. The grass blade itself will have a bleached lesion or spot with a reddish-brown margin that extends across the grass blade. How much do y'all care about your lawns, like in terms of their appearance Zero. and that stuff? I don't care, but other people in my house do. Okay. In your so house or in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood too, right? They do, but I don't, I'm not worried about them. You don't have rules in your neighborhood? I'm sure we do. Yeah. I'm also not worried by them. I'm assuming yeah. that um, look was because they care about how the lawn looks, but you're the one that takes care of the lawn. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care that much. And I, like I'll go through periods where usually spring comes along. I'm like, I should probably trim back a little bit of the the bushes uh, around the, the fence in the back. And oh, maybe there's a big dead spot in the yard. I'll fill that in. And then I won't do anything about it the rest of the year. So do you put on pre-emergent? I don't know what that is. That's a thing, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you're supposed to put it on your lawn. Yeah. What is it? Before, before the emergent. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Weed and feed. What? Weed and feed. Okay. Do you put on <laughs> Do you put on emergent? Do it's you put, too late. Do you put on post emergent? Have you ever walked past a lawn that had some mushrooms on and been like <clears throat> Call it Neil. Yeah. Neil. <laughs> yeah. Come over and get these mushrooms out of my yard. That's probably like chicken of the wood or something. <laughs> chicken yeah. of the yard. Chicken of the lawn. Chicken of the lawn. Chicken of the lawn. Well. <laughs> I mean I'd eat that. Um there are several practices you use to deal with dollar spot. Recommended <laughs> cultural practices include irrigating. It sounds like something you don't want to get rid of. Well, every time they keep talking about your turf and your lawn, I'm wondering if it's like, I don't know. Code? Yeah. For? If your turf is looking a little thin and brown in spots, you're not alone. <laughs> George, There's still time to make your lawn look George, full and lush for this fall. Tell us what your turf is, George. I don't know what you mean. It's but dollar spots of fungal disease, common in lawns. 
Stop raising your eyebrow when you say lawns. <laughs> Speak of it like a sex ed class. No, it, it feels like a prescription drug commercial that he's reading right now. Yeah, it, it recommended cultural practices include irrigating in the early morning to remove the dew from the turf <laughs> and irrigate enough to maintain plant vigor and avoiding well, you drought stress. That, <laughs> what? <laughs> you got to avoid the drought stress. Yeah. Am I right, boys? Remove the dew. <laughs> limit, limit the amount of traffic that goes across the turf in the early mornings. <laughs> <laughs> Cultural practices can be used to reduce the potential for dollar spot in turf, but in some cases, a fungicide treatment may be needed for control. If fungicides are used, treat the lawn as needed at the first sign of the infection. There are several products in the market labeled for the treatment of dollar spot. Read and follow the label instructions for making mixing instructions and reapplication intervals. If dollar spot remains for more than four hours, please consult a doctor. <laughs> There's a lot of cultural practice shaming in that story. <laughs> Is that what cultural practices are we doing? Neglect, neglect of lawn, pissing in the backyard. Seems to make unless more. this is a metaphor. It might all be a metaphor. Yes. Yeah. And the writer was just having the time of their life. They're basically <laughs> I'm talking about hygiene. It's hygiene. We cut to the reception area of a medical office. Hi, welcome to Hair Club for Men. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a that's a good looking head of hair you got there on the front. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, what 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 brings you here? I'm worried that one day it's all going to fall out. My my grandfather was bald. My dad was bald, and I'm still looking pretty full here. But I just want to know if there's any pre-balding treatments that you can help me with. Oh, absolutely. We have a full package of of pre-emergence uh, that that we can that we can run you through. We do need to go ahead and do some tests though, to make sure you. Don't even have the fungus. Uh, the the fungus? Yeah, if you've got the fungus, it's just it's too late. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's let's run those tests. Line me up. What's okay? The so uh, so I'm gonna send you back to the doctor. Okay. And and they're gonna do a few tests. Um, they'll they'll get those run. So uh, give me just a moment, and I'll get you set up. Okay. Okay. Great. I, okay. I love all this customer service at Hair Club for Men. Perfect. Wonderful. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, hey, doc. Yeah, you got the customer. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, all right. right. He's got a full head of hair. Full head of hair. Full head. I'll get the roundup ready. Very good. Don't worry. Awesome. We got. I got this covered. Perfect. It's going to be a repeat customer for years. Cut to the doctor's visit. Uh, hello. Uh, I'm, of course, a doctor of hair. Hey, hello, doctor of hair. Yes, I went to Follicle University down in St. Louis. Um, you probably heard of it. Uh, Whether you have heard of it or not, I'm here to treat your scalp. Getting you ready for just making sure you have a, that lush head of hair for years and years yeah, to come. Yeah, I, I still haven't had my second divorce yet, and I just want to make sure that when I'm driving in my convertible, I'm not getting sunburn on top of my head. Like, I've got a lot of midlife living it's to It's important. Do. Ladies, do not like a bald head. It's worth spending whatever money you have to keep that hair up the top, top there. If there's one thing I learned selling Corvettes my entire life, it's that I need to have a great full head of hair. I do enjoy a man who has a passion about his work and his hair. So let me just see. Let me just inspect. Oh, oh, just in the, the top there on the crown of your head. I can see trouble spots. Trouble spots on trouble the crown. Trouble spots. It's, yeah. He's, no, I, I little, thought I was here early enough. No, you, you, you are if we start right away. Oh, okay. Here's uh, what I'm going to need you to do. All right. I'm going to need you to just cover your face with this uh, plastic sheathing. We don't want any of this to get in your eyes. Plastic sheathing. Yes, just wear this. It's like a hood, but it, it is a hole in the top. Let me just put it over your face. 
All right. You don't need to see what we're doing back here. So a mask. Yes, but in the business we call it plastic sheathing. It's a technical term used it's to prevent fungus getting in your eyes. Uh, okay, yeah, fungus. Oh, hi, Doc. I've got the tray. Okay, good. Yeah, here we are. Uh, if he's wearing his plastic sheathing. Oh, wonderful, so, wonderful. Um, Please lean lean yeah. forward. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't want you to be alarmed. I, what what is, what is that? The reason I said I don't want you to be alarmed is that buzzing has started. I'm feeling alarmed. Well, no, let me just talk you through. It's a, no, it's Ow. okay. Bite down on this. Ow. Just bite down on this. Uh. Metal dowel. Ah, what, why does this taste like? Mushrooms. No. Okay. Now we've done the we've done the pre-treatment. What we have to do is we have to start with a level playing field. We've shaved your head. You shaved my head. We've shaved your head. This is the opposite of why I came in here. You are taking preventative steps to make sure that your hair grows back lush, grows back full, grows back in patches, and we're gonna probably eventually need to need to put in some plugs. But for now, it's bald. <laughs> We cut to just outside of the hair club for men. Uh, the customer is walking out with a fully bald head, but there is a stranger with a cigarette sitting outside the building. Ah, so oh, I see they got you, kid. I go by customer, but yes. Yeah, so I couldn't have noticed you had a full head of hair when you went in there, and uh, here you are now looking like all Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, I, I went in there because I was afraid of going bald. Uh, I need to look good to sell Corvettes, and they just shaved the top of my head. I don't know what to do. Oh, you're not selling a Corvette anytime soon now, customer. I'll tell you that right now. That's how they get you, okay? They want to level the playing field, they say. Oh, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Cy Whitbloom. I'm the president of the Lawn Hair Care Club for Men. The Lawn Hair Care Club for Men? That's right, kid. Don't say it too much or wear it down. Listen, if there's anything I've learned in my years of experience, hair, I can stop growing at any given moment. There's no guarantees it'll go like that. But a good lawn, that'll grow forever. Son, I can help you. You can help me not look like a bald weirdo? They, they, it's not even even. My words exactly, kid. From the mouths of babes. Look. Here's what I'm saying. You come to my facility, all right? Okay, I'm going si. to cultivate that bald head of yours, and it's going to start growing, all right? Uh, Can't grow hair, though. That time's long gone. You're going to grow a lawn on my head? That's right, kid. Uh, I'm going to grow grass on the top of your head. Okay, luscious, green, flowing grass. I, I got to admit, uh, it sounds a little out of the box, but... You tell me right now, kid, are you going to sell more Corvettes bald or with grass on your head? <laughs> Cut to one week later, customer is outside in his lawn just getting his mail out of the mailbox. Uh, Neighbor walks by. Hey! Hey, hey, hey that customer! Todd? Todd, what's up? Listen, uh, you know, the Homeowner Association, we met last night, and uh, you don't need to... You need to trim the top of your head a little bit. You know, it's getting a little unruly. What? What? Yeah, you know, we got rules. It's, Grass isn't supposed to be any higher than six inches. What? We've got like a whole, f like a, what is that, a mane of grass? It's beautiful, long, not Kentucky not bluegrass. Not, yes. It's not going to cut the mustard here in our neighborhood. It was at that moment when he remembered the the very important words of Cy Whitbloom. And don't remember, kid, you must not cut that hair for at least three months. I just want to be a good neighbor. And, you know, I was sharpening the blades on my lawnmower. If you want me to, I could take care of that for no, you. No, 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 no. Got plenty no. of gas in the tank. And if no, you just 
no, 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 no. I, I need this. I need this to grow. It's the only way to make it healthy is to let it have a nice, long, full life. Yeah, I understand, but uniformity is important in the neighborhood here, and uh, we voted. Well, maybe maybe we could just sit like a, a bird feeder on top. Or... Hey, Todd, he brought my weed eater. Yeah, yeah. I got I'll tell you what, eater. let's... Um... You ready? Yeah, our neighbor hey, here has been a little difficult. Customer, you know. Now come, come on, come on now. You know me. I'm customer. I, I'm always trying to, you know, find new things to to make my life better. Hey there, Timmy. We're gonna need the garden shears. I got it, and probably right. some zip ties. Be right back. No, guys, uh, look, I, I got it in a nice little ponytail. Now I need to leave it this way. Yeah, you know what you got there? A little dollar spot, kind of around your ears. Got a little dollar spot coming up there. It's gonna spread to your whole face. What? Where did you even? Where did you get this on top of your head? It's size lawn hair care club for men and customers and men. At that moment, a limo pulls up. What's going on here? I heard my name. Whoa! What you doing with those hedge clippers there? Just taking care of a neighborhood issue. Doesn't concern you, okay? No, 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 no. <laughs> this concerns me greatly. You can't touch that man's head of hair. Your homeowners association has no precedence over that man's head. His lawn, perhaps, but not his head. Look, a man can have a front lawn. A man can have a back lawn. A man can't have a head lawn. Hold on, hold on. Are we talking metaphors now? <laughs> Only if it's beneficial to me. Look, nowhere in your provinces Look, does it say that... Nobody's touching his downstairs lawn. What about that bird's nest on the top of your head? Has anyone ever governed over that? Well, I think this, is a this is a bald eagle. This is a national treasure. Cover it up, kid. Have some respect for yourself. Hey, look, I don't know if he's told you much about what I do. I can help you, all right? I can set up this entire neighborhood with lush, fertile grass hair. <laughs> it's not allowed in the bylaws, look. It's not allowed in the bylaws. I'm the president of the HOA. You're going to get me deposed. You're the man with the power. Look, look. Aren't you tired of going around without a Corvette, bald head? Look, size way is the way. What about, Let's revamp that HOA. I'm worried about dollar spot. I never said this road was going to be Let easy. Let me just say these cultural practices aren't what we're used to in the neighborhood. Timmy's got the bylaws. Timmy, bylaws, cultural yeah. practices. Yeah, no, no lawn heads. No lawn heads. No lawn heads. Let me tell you what, lawn head. You go find somewhere else out in the country in the boondocks with a bunch of lawn heads just like you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, okay? All right, this is good. You got a tough life ahead of you, okay? Not everybody's accepting of a, of a green head. That's what we call them. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but I, I, I just I don't want to go out and live on my own as a solitary green head. Where... All right, kid, there, there, there's one thing I could do to help you, okay? You don't have to go with this all alone, okay? You I got, got a bride? I got, what? You got a bride for me? A bride? You got a green head bride? What the? <laughs> Kid, I was I was I was gonna offer my cousin services. Uh, he's he's. <laughs> oh, you got okay. He sorry, does, he does lawn hair care maintenance. Oh, that that's that's way better. That's I didn't I didn't mean that I needed a bride or that I was a monster. Yeah, anyway, you kind of jumped straight to bride on that. It was a are little off putting. Here, <laughs> I, I you, thought we were kicking him out. Yeah, <laughs> does he not get so I can stay now? No, not you. <laughs> We, we cut to some Frankenstein's lab where we were creating the bride of lawn hair care, man. What happened? <laughs> we got George. <laughs> you can't leave. Wait, get out. Oh, God. <laughs> Divis ready to paint sky. Water. What? By Lisa Biracek. 
Don Divis has decided this is the year to try a little something different with the fireworks show he shoots for his hometown. No. No. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> so, fellas, I was thinking this year, instead of fireworks, okay? <laughs> Ferrets. You know, we got a ferret problem. It's all it's scurrying all around the countryside, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, they already got the fuses, little tails. At the end, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying, uh-huh. guys? Okay, all right, so we capture a bunch of ferrets. Uh-huh. Who's with me? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> the, tri- the trick is they don't really on their own. You so got to throw them. You got to light the tail. You throw them. <laughs> uh, you know, I've not liked ferrets ever since I sewed 12 of them to the top of my head. And they're just running around constantly. I'm like a freak show Medusa. Ferret head Medusa. I'm I was like- always skeptical of this portable hairpiece. Always. <laughs> Migratory hairpiece. (laughs) The second generation pyrotechnician who will shoot Thursday night show with his wife and children has been setting displays to music for the last several years. What does it mean to shoot a show? To film it? Or you're in charge of blowing it up? Set it off. Shooting fireworks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cannon. He said he has thought about adding that feature to the Wahoo show. This year's move of the display to Lake Wanahoo made the decision easy to get it done this year. Those watching the display can tune into 91.9 FM and hear music to go along with okay. the show. I got really confused for a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm good now. Okay. Oh, okay. So so, so the, the fireworks will be in tune with the music that's yes. happening. Yeah. Yes. We, we cut to the FM radio station that's just airing the fireworks show. Oh, yes, and uh, Davey, that was a very strong, uh, bright red one, and then it kind of sparkled yes. uh, blue afterwards as yeah, well. Yeah, that's uh, Let's see. Oh, and coming up, that's uh, kind of like a horse shape. Ooh. Ah. Uh, go to commercial. Go to commercial. Go to commercial. Uh, oh, oh, go oh to I'm sorry. We've just been told to stop. Hey, guys, they had in mind, the commentary's great. They thought you might match some songs to the fireworks. So I just wanted to. Oh, is that what this disc is for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just. Oh. Just, just, uh, and the rocket's red glare. That's. I, mean, I like don't like that. that. Well, that's kind of boring. That's it? Okay, we're back on air. That's the national what anthem. About pussycat dolls. Could we play some pussycat dolls? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go to commercial. Okay. Oh, oh, Wait, okay. Sorry. Okay. We were on the air when you were saying that. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, ba. What about ba, some Neil Diamond? I always ba. like Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. He's kind of, yeah, like, coming to America. That's a- Today! You remember that one? I mean, that's... Good commercial, good commercial. Guys, Wait, yeah, huh? look, this is great. You're talking about the songs, but if you could play some songs, the fireworks are almost over. You know what, guys? And everybody I'm, out there is getting angry. I miss the ferrets. Are you back on, you're back on here. Okay. You know... The ferrets were the really ferrets cool. The ferrets provided their own music, because they would, like, yeah. squeal as yeah. they went through the air. It's great. It was fantastic. Almost put us out of a job. Oh man! Fire, look, they're fireworks, guys, guys, guys. They're real commercial. Oh you, yes! Look, everybody outside's getting mad. You're just you're talking about things that they don't have. They would love to see ferrets. We don't have ferrets this year. All we have is fireworks. Oh, just just play some music. Oh god! You remember that year we had rattlesnakes? Oh my god! Yeah, that was a crazy. long time ago. It yeah. was. That was yes. crazy. That was wild. Oh god! We cut back to the article. <laughs> <laughs> cut back to a family in the car. They're playing a lot of commercials. At this. <laughs> Like five seconds. <laughs> Hello there. I'm Cy Whip Bloom. <laughs> and we're back to the firework display. <laughs> the music won't be choreographed to each burst of fireworks, but it should also add the enjoyment to the event. Or at least this is what Divas Pyrotechnist is hoping. You get to sit back and experience the sight, the sound, 
the memories. That's got to be tough to synchronize yeah. fireworks to music. Right. It's not like, because the first thing I thought about was like, you know, I know people who've done like a Christmas light displays. Right. But, you know, you have much more control over when a light blinks versus when a, a firework goes off. I mean, I know there has to be some exact science to making a firework, but we're talking granules. I, I would hope so. One would hope. <laughs> unless unless you play that, is it Katy Perry song, yeah. Fireworks? You just Baby, play that. you're a doesn't, yeah, it doesn't okay. matter. It doesn't matter when it goes off. Yeah. <laughs> See, I just play that over and over yeah, the loop. Exactly. I mean, let's say like let, but let's say for example, it's like, okay, we're gonna use the eighteen we're gonna use the eighteen twelve overture. With a cannon. And if you're off in the timing of firework, and then boom, you, you, yeah. you gotta get it with the cannon. Yeah. Otherwise you know. Or you need a really good conductor. Da 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 da. <laughs> That's a hard piece to vamp. But if That's you're doing it from the radio station, you got your what your finger on the pause button. Yeah. <laughs> Every show is exciting, he said. Every show. <laughs> what is the what is the best amount of time for a firework show? How long should a firework show be? Uh, if I start thinking about whether or not it's about to end, it should have ended. My favorite firework show every year was Candlelight at the Palace. Because it was short, it was maybe five minutes, yep. mm-hmm. and there was lots of stuff going on. Yep. For me, it is more about the volume. A lot of yeah. low end bass on that one. Yeah, it's all gunpowder. Yeah. We're not gunpowder, but black powder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't you just go straight to the finale? Well, and and th- that's what I mean by volume. It's yeah. like you don't want to see one thing every thirty seconds. I'm okay with seeing like one or two fireworks by themselves. Be like, oh yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen a firework. Okay, and then let's I get, get to it. it. Yeah, you can gauge everything. It, gauge it by the audience engagement because. At first, it's like, ooh, and then everybody's quiet until the finale. So the so the other thing I like about the ones at the palace <laughs> is they're lower. I mean, they're still yeah. widespread, but they go up maybe 300, 400 feet instead yeah. of like way up. So it's like an element of danger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. But that's that's been my favorite one locally. It's also a small group of people who've purchased a ticket who gather and watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Davis looks at the sky as his canvas and the fireworks as his brush. Fireworks be the paint, and then the f- the fuse, the the light would be the brush. It's, it's fine. We don't have to get into the metaphor. I like being able to paint the sky. He said. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing Baby Huey was available for comment. <laughs> Having the reflection of that painted sky off the waters of Lake Wanahoo will offer an extra show this year. Divis and crew will be setting up their fireworks on the breakwater across the lake. He said the best view will be to the south of the breakwater. He has done displays over water before, but this will be the first time he's using some special effects shells designed for water displays. For the very best view, he encouraged people to be along the shoreline of the lake. Having the lake as the new venue and the addition of music will bring new dimensions to the show this year. But Divis said the allure of a fireworks display will always remain the same. It's about stopping busy lives and enjoying the moment. People can just lay back, look at the skies, and forget their problems. While the fireworks display will help to end Independence Day in Wahoo, it won't be the Whoa. only activity going on. Whoa! That sounds like we're going to end Independence <laughs> Day. <laughs> yeah. Blow it up. Blow it up. You know, guys, we've been doing this every year. We, we're taking the day off of work. We're having barbecues. Hot dogs. It's All the hot dogs. Like every year. I'm getting tired of the aerial fireworks. Yeah. I'm thinking underwater this year. We're well, just like the into the buildings. We got this dynamite with waterproof fuses. Really? You just throw it in the lake. 
I want to throw bombs in the lake. Why do we have to wait till Independence Day to throw bombs in the lake? You've had bombs the whole time? Yeah. I got an old box from my grandpappy. Yeah, well, yeah, let's just get those. Let's get those bombs I, and blow things. I, I keep them in the truck. Guys, I'm a little worried we're starting to sound like a terrorist group. Um, no, no, look, we're just trying to do underwater fireworks. No, 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 no. But, but, but on Independence Day, people celebrate that. If we're just throwing That's bombs. That's expected. It is and appreciated. We have a right to blow things up. It's our lake. It is public public property. We should probably test it out on a building first. Uh, I don't, if, and my dynamite's grandfathered in. It's illegal now, but. I'm all about it. Uh, let, let's light this fuse and throw it into the lake. I, I'm, I'm going to just watch. <laughs> Cut to the lake. <laughs> hey, fellas, I'm over here watching. If, do you think it's smart to still be in the boat, though? We are throwing bombs in the lake. But not yet, though, right? We got some time. Do I got some time to row to shore? And, wait, no, but, but if we could just. Uh, Chunk it, Craig. Hold on now. Oh. Just, if we just, no, I, <laughs> Where did it go? He's got a long fuse. Ooh. <laughs> Yosemite Sam suddenly appeared on the lake. <laughs> now that he sounds like Yosemite Sam, I guess that green bush growing on his face makes a lot more sense. That's right. Finally, I found somewhere I could be myself. <laughs> okay, we cut to a surgery consultation between a uh, patient and a doctor. All right, uh, Davis. So I think uh, that settles up everything that we have here. Um, you know, all the different procedures we're going to be going through when we do your heart replacement surgery. Okay. All the different protocols. Um, as you can tell, it's it's a overwhelmingly positive thing. There, there there shouldn't be too many complications that happen here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having a heart that, that works better. Fantastic. Well, yeah. We're looking forward to doing everything we can to help you uh, have a much uh, fuller and uh, happier life here, Great. Davis. Um, now, there is just one more thing that we do need to settle up uh, before we uh, – Close this what, and you what's go that? home. What's that, uh, do you have any preference of the uh, musical synchronization process that we use? You mean like like music that would be on in the operating room? Yes, yes. We like to to operate oh. with music playing, um, and it helps us kind of work into a synchronicity with our work okay. and how we do. Uh, some surgeries they'll play classical music as we go. Uh, we're not that uptight around here, though. You know, we we like to do things a little more faster. Dubstep, beat, dubstep. You know, blading dubstep. I mean, we we certainly could. That's 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 some wild, irrational beats and synchronization. Uh, you ever heard "Let It Go" but set to dubstep? I no, I have not. I, I now now now. Just to be clear, you do understand, Davis, that one of the things we're trying to do with giving you a brand new heart is we're trying to synchronize a brand new heartbeat. It might be good to have a bit of music that you know. Uh, has a steady rhythm. Well, how many beats should my heart do per minute? Well, I mean, your your body will create the tempo. I'm I'm talking about the rhythm. Lose yourself by Eminem. <laughs> do you know "Lose Yourself" by Eminem? Well, I mean, it's a pretty fast song. I don't I don't I don't know if we I don't know if you understand. So when we're working, the rhythm of the song is going to dictate how quickly we work. Okay. Most people like for us to take our time. Something time. by Papa Roach. Think Kid this, Rock. Kid Rock. Yeah, what's the one that it sounds like Sweet Home Alabama, but he didn't give credit to it? Uh, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, we, we could just play Sweet Home Alabama and nope, make up the nope, difference. Nope, no, it's nope. you're not going to have a very happy uh, surgery crew working on you. I think it will help me stay focused, though, because I, well, I resent well, you, Kid Rock. Be, for- you'll be unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> We're replacing your heart. 
whatever you want, they want to listen to. If I'm Honey, conscious. they are asking you. Well, I've given five suggestions, and I don't think the doctor knows any of them. I don't think you're reading the room. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What's uh? <laughs> they're, they're you know anything about for... boys to men? Wait, okay. you're gonna be singing this, right? Uh, singing. Are you gonna be singing the song with? Oh. The... They are trying to get you to pick a piece of music to set a tempo for the pace of their work. Well, no, wait. Let's hold on a second. I've never considered the idea of the surgical team singing. Are you able to I mean that I mean boys to men's challenging. That'll help you keep a beat there when you're having to I'll make love to you. I was, well, I was thinking like you want me to. So I was thinking something like maybe baby shark. Baby shark do 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 do. I mean, okay, well, well, don't, don't pat your chest like that. Okay, it's very volatile oh, right now. Oh, stop doing that. Stop. that. Once that song starts, I can't stop. Stop that. Stop that. No, okay, okay, okay. I, I got you, honey. I got you. It's fine. But it's a 10-hour surgery, and you don't want them to have to remember too many words. So I think Baby Shark for 10 hours oh. would be easy to Okay, to okay. I, I'm, I'm going to put a hard veto on this right now. I, I, I think Baby I Shark got, is covered by our insurance. It I, is. It is. We it, don't have to pay extra for I, Baby I, Shark. We have, the, we have the MTI plan. I, I, right, and it's covered mm-hmm. by the. I really think you want a happy surgical team working on you. I think also we'll, like Barney, Barney, like the theme song. I from Barney. love you. You love me. We're the a happy family. Yeah, that one. I think and that would be great. My heart it, and okay. I love you obviously, so much. this. Okay, obviously, Davis, Mrs. Davis. This is yes. your choice. Ultimately, is it? It, it is. is. Well, we've had a lot of choices. Okay, but most I of your feel like we're getting. What is your favorite? You're trying to steer us away okay, from. Okay, if okay, I'm not gonna lie. If I were to say my preference, the best thing I've heard in this room so far, I like the mental picture of me with my hands inside of you, singing some jamming boys to men. You know, okay, just, just think about. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm tugging your heartstrings literally. You're gonna dim the lights to you. you. You're gonna dim the lights. Like you want me to. You don't want to be too bright. I think that's a little. Forward. And I'll hold I'd rather you die. tight. <laughs> what? Okay. He my is wife is particular here. About my wife is here. Okay. My wife is here. Okay. We, we cut to surgical team auditions. All right. So, hello. Yes, uh, I've been waiting for my big break here. Uh, I, I answered your ad for the heart transplant transportation surgery tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Um, what we're really looking for right now, yes, we need people who understand, you know, replacing a heart. Eh. But we really need someone who could hold a rhythm and a note. Okay. Um, now, I do have to warn you. Look, if I had it my way. Okay, we, we'd be jamming out to some slow jam, boys to men. I'm talking late 90s. Oh, I'll slow make rocket. love to you like you want me to. We can't do that, though. <sighs> yeah, okay. He's very much, he's not about that image. So we got to go with child songs. Oh. Yeah. Okay. How, 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 do you, how do you see yourself doing 10 hours of Baby Shark? Ooh. Uh, all right. Mima, let me try it now. Yeah. Mima, moo, 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 moo. Now, 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 before we go, I am assuming you know how to do surgery on a heart. Eh. No, okay, no, well, no, doctor, that's pretty good. Here, can you read these sides? Here, I, I'll, I'll play the part of the, the patient's wife and you be the doctor. Why don't I surgery. get to be the patient's wife? I am the patient's wife. Just observe. <laughs> oh, all right, fine. You haven't read these before. Doctor, Wait, uh, did uh, my uh, husband make it? Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Who am I again? I'm the doctor. Like, I don't sound I'm, like that at but, all. Okay, but I'm the doctor. But, but we're just playing roles. Just, but just, just trying, trying some script. Okay, well, right, so I'm, I'm doctor. Davis. Got it. Okay, yes, I'm doctor. Did my husband survive? Oh no! 
I'm so sorry. I would never say it like that. I'm getting some passive aggressive. Who wrote this? This is horrible script. Well, it's it's. The there has been a travesty. See, nobody That's, says that word. I never have used that word. Listen, cultural practices demand that we have various different types of. You try this one. I've also, for the record, never lost a patient when operating the slow jams. For the record, okay. Uh, hello. Oh, um, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm. Can here we to, help you? I'm here to audition for the the voiceover portion of the of the song. Oh. Shoot. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, Not you again, my arch nemesis. Yeah. How you we, doing? We are honored to have you come today, sir. To the audition. Well, I was. Are we going to be doing Boys to Men? Or? <laughs> um, that's, that's that's up to you, Dave. That's really my jam. It, in all fairness, you've been very much on board the Baby Shark train. I think it's only fair that we first hear Baby Shark from our silky voiced friend. Baby Shark. Ooh. Baby Shark. I think, Go we're, ahead. Doo-doo. I think we're hitting a happy Baby medium. Uh, Go ahead. Doo-doo. Baby Shark. Yeah. Doo-doo. I could I could see my hands inside of you. I want to live working with. <laughs> I just want to reach out and caress your heart, baby. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> so many many years ago, I actually had somebody have me record the voiceover in their R and B song oh what on a recording yeah where is this <laughs> I, I don't know where it wound up what um, it's on but yeah it's it probably it probably is somewhere hear this okay well, what was the circumstance uh it was an r&b local r&b artist and he had heard some of we had done some other stuff and uh and he said man i really need somebody to record this voiceover so like in the I, just instrumental part you come in and go baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you that is correct. I love you, baby. That is correct. Oh my God. Yeah, it's out there somewhere. Name I'm of the sure. song? I, oh. Were you the featuring? Featuring Neil? I don't, even, I don't even know. I do remember that he had a gig at the roller rink. Gal- was it Galaxy World? Whatever. Galaxy of Sports? Galaxy of Sports. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had a show there and wanted me to come, and I was so horribly unavailable. That, that, for the live show, you could have been the hype man in a live show. Yeah, he just comes out in like a, a felt suit. You're, I'm gonna spit my water just because of your eyes. <laughs> Always take the opportunity to be the hype man in a live show. Okay, okay. This was a show at the Galaxy of Sports against it. I was also I was also going to have to be the very small white dude. Yeah. who came up and did the hey baby. It was like this is so. Wrong. This would have been some like Rick Asley like type of scenario. It's like, wait, wait, wait. He's white <laughs> and tiny. What's happening? Because you imagine Is this in high school, uh, high school, early college. Yeah, I can't gosh, remember. Because a very white vibe, obviously. Right. And yeah. I, you don't, don't give that off. You do not. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> not visually. No. 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 Sorry, Mr. White. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. Wrong. White. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Oh, he's Mr. White, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your Barry. <laughs> Our Barry's a white. Yeah. B-U-R-Y? Yeah, who? I remember that, because we, we actually recorded it uh, on our band's equipment mm-hmm. for the guy. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a God, big joke. How did I find that? It was, do you know the guy? Find the friend? Curtis? I, Somebody's I got it. probably think of his last name. But Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do you know the name beautiful. of the song? I think it was Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm a shark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm a shark. Baby shark. I'd, I had literally forgotten all about that until this thing just happened. I'm like, it's holy shit, I've done that. Until you found yourself yeah. back in that situation. <laughs> but it was that same time period where Boys to Men and Bell, like all that stuff was really popular. Yeah. And you had to have that breakdown moment. Girl. <laughs> We've been each- we've been with each other for so long. <laughs> That's the yep. There you but go. Tonight, I'm doing surgery on your heart. Yes, I'm gonna get my hands down in you, <laughs> <laughs> touching your dollar spot. <laughs> that lawn of your no. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Welcome you. <laughs> Welcome. All right, baby, I'm here to welcome you to the breakdown part of this jam. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. You've just tolerated another episode of Small Town News, a production of Small Town News, LLC. Today's episode of Small Town News was inspired by the Wahoo newspaper of Wahoo, Nebraska, and stories written by Jerry Purvis, Elizabeth Killinger, Lisa Brickacek, Robert Moore, Jason Unger, and Clayton Karloff. <laughs> Episodes are performed and produced by Keith Boyd. Yeah, they are. George Oliver, Neil Oliver. And Craig Ramey. Research by Dr. Jessica Wahoo Saxon. Music performed by George Oliver. This episode was recorded in the historic Clark's Drugstore Building in beautiful downtown Newburn, North Carolina. Small Town News is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, and your granny's gramophone. Did you like what you heard? Leave us a reviewed and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for behind-the-scenes photos, exclusive updates, and opportunities to share your favorite small town news. Thanks for joining us. And remember, girl, I'm just going to break this down here in just one moment <laughs> right now. You've been listening to small town news, heard some improvs, but now we got to slow things down a little bit. Mm. Cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta maintain that lawn, girl. Where is your dollar spot? <laughs> oh, that that is a that is that is a song waiting to happen. Girl, I want to find your dollar spot. Let me tell you what we're gonna do. Cultural practices demand. I'm gonna squeeze you so hard, George Washington's wig will fall off. Your dollar spot. Yeah. <laughs> Until I've met my I can only think of it. It's a song about falling in love with a stripper. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Well, as soon as we said dollar spot, what I was thinking is the location yep. of the G-string. Yep. Where, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not there. Put it in the dollar spot. <laughs> That's for 20s. <laughs> is this Mrs. Davis? I think so. <laughs> While the surgery is going on. <laughs> <laughs> I award this system no teenagers.